0: You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more information about the variety of topics covered on the show, as well as my other podcast, How to Stand, visit 17 Com. And if you enjoy this episode, please consider becoming a monthly donor to support my work and allow it to continue to go on and be free for all to access for as low as 99 cents a month. Visit the Support the Show link on my site's homepage for more information. Hello everybody, and welcome back to 17 Karat K-pop. Especially welcome back to my fellow N-Citizens. I am so 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 psyched for their new era. The sticker era is upon us. The new album will be out on the best day of every month, the 17th of next month. And of course, in the build up to that, we're going to have so many teasers, videos, and pictures released. I'm already just super, super excited and ready to break down and theorize and overanalyze every single detail. So I have lots of other unrelated to NCT content this week on the show, but really quick, right away, I want to make sure I release this mini episode because I am just bursting to talk about my theories so far. Which obviously are still quite incomplete, but here are my working theories. It will be helpful if you have caught up on NCT Talk episodes. You can find all of them on the NCT Talk page. If you go to the show site and click on episodes, click NCT Talk in the drop down menu. You can also find a Spotify playlist there with every episode of NCT Talk. Enough blabbering, time to dissect this stuff. The basic setting for the teaser is basically this workspace garage. Some sort of office basement of sorts that basically it seems like the members have converted into some sort of loft with beds and nightstands in there. They very much are living there while they're busy coding, solving math equations on giant dry erase boards, cracking other codes, conducting science experiments of sorts, lots of wires and gadgets everywhere. Let's break apart this basement office slash lab bit by bit. On the shelf above one of the desks are a lot of things, but a few that seem worth noting are the robot dog, which is powered off. I have a feeling that will make a reappearance in a future video, anything robotic or machine-like. Some sort of recording device is there with a red square taped over one part. And the other thing that stood out to me was the rows of cassette players that are back there, way back at the beginning of NCT 127's story in Switch. Taeon really started the action by playing the cassette tape, by pressing play. It feels like quite this full circle detail to go back to. On the desk, there are a lot of things, but what stood out to me was the stickers that say, Error, try again, because remember, those words were involved in one of the Resonance Era interludes, and goes with the whole video game aesthetic as well. The game controllers and computers with black screens that have lines of code on them. I tried to really zoom in and figure out what the code says, and a lot of it is impossible to read, but there are a few words and phrases here and there that the camera was not too out of focus to determine. So here's some quick techno jargon to take note of for later. Maybe it'll mean nothing later. Maybe these words are being used both in code here and a nod to some sort of theme outside of computers and coding. DW style means data warehouse style. XAML stands for Extensible Application Markup Language. UI stands for User Interface. HWND stands for Handle to a Window. And lastly, Take Focus Requested is a phrase referring to when you put your computer on quiet hours. Take Focus requested, and now that the tracklist was just unveiled, right before recording time actually, it seems significant that one of the songs on this tracklist is called Focus. Some symbols scattered across the room that seem notable include fish tanks, because remember those were a big part of the set for the yesterday video. Those were also a part of the story in We Go Up. Different subunits, but still NCT symbolism. The orb type of structures that we see in past videos from NCT Dream and NCT U, as well as Taeon's video for Long Flight, and now Taeon is once again next to some orb-type structure. I feel like that's sort of like a control box. There are rows of cardboard boxes stacked up on each other, and that is actually a scene in not overtly a nod to previous NCT releases, so much as a nod to just SM Entertainment songs overall, and remember, The SM Cinematic Universe is one gigantic cohesive universe. So I do think there's a connection that the wall of cardboard boxes has been seen in even one-off release videos like Baekhyun and Loco's collab, Yun Seems noteworthy that that wall of boxes is back. Since we're talking about hopping among dimensions with NCT, and I've noted in past episodes of NCT Talk, when attention is drawn to a doorway throughout various NCT videos, it seems significant, like you're jumping into your entry point into another dimension of the several dimensions they bounce between. And once again, attention is drawn to the door because it has a neon green backlight to it. The magazine Mark is holding up and reading is an issue of Sky and Telescope magazine, and the cover story is about Cygnus. Cygnus is a real constellation, and it actually gets its name from the Greek word for swan. Since we just saw the tracklist reveal, I can confirm none of the songs on this album are called Swan, but maybe what a swan represents, mystery or grace, is going to be a key word or a key concept they'll work with. What's also interesting and relevant to note about Cygnus is that it includes a lot of major things. It includes one of the brightest stars in the galaxy and what's called the tail star, the most distant, what they call a first magnitude star. Tail star? I hope you thought of moon tail. So not just for the tail reference and possibly for the swan reference, but two other reasons why Cygnus seems intentionally a part of this scene. One is that some lyrics in End to Start bring to mind constellations, like connect the scattered points with a line, dance on the surface, and tonight... To start again, ready for a new fight, it's like they are literally creating and building and destroying worlds, drawing lines in the sky like they're Greek gods or something. Second, there is an X on the table made out of duct tape, like an X marks the spot situation. Part of Cygnus is called Cygnus X1 or X-1, and X1 includes some material that is credited with being the first to ever be officially categorized as a black hole. A black hole brings to mind what Win-Win got sucked into when Simon Says. He fell through the matrix or something to a new dimension. So you have the X in the picture and an X knotted to through the Cygnus reference on the magazine, and then the black hole reference tied in there as well. One of the other things I predict will be more meaningful later, part of this massive collage of sorts of posters on the walls, and one of those posters is for a musical for the Neotown Boys, premiering September 9th. Now you may just think that's just a random number they chose, but it seems less random when you see on top of one of the math textbooks, the calculator has the number nine on it. The answer to whatever they put in the calculator is the number 9, and 9 is also the number on the poster, now it feels less random. So I know the album comes out the 17th, but I wonder if then the 9th will get a special secret pre-release or something. Some more nerdy context that might help you out understanding this story later is that one of the words that is visible on the dry erase boards with all the math equations is capacitance, which refers to the ability to store an electric charge. They also have math equations on the board for rad backslash s, which means radians per second, refers to changing orientations of objects. The movement of planets seems like it's going to be a thing here. Now let's talk about the video teaser. It features Hei-Chan with a video camera filming them in the dimly lit half of the video then there's a contrast drawn with the daytime brightly lit version and the split screen if you're basically playing spot the difference in addition to the lighting change the biggest difference to me is HN recording or not recording what they're doing which seems to indicate that in the daytime scenes the members are not necessarily aware they are part of an act that they are being filmed or they know it but they're not in charge of it Whereas at night, they also have the camera and are actively choosing to put on the show. If any of this sounds just bizarre, again, my previous NCT Talk episodes talk about this a lot. This is kind of a show within a show thing, is one of my working theories. Layered dimensions as well as layered perceptions of what's real versus an act. It's also noticeable that the person. Filming is Chen because I previously said keep an eye on his character because his character is the one who broke the screen in Cherry Bomb, his character is the one who keeps stopping in videos to stare up at the sky like he suddenly has a moment where there's a glitch in the matrix or something and he feels like what just happened I'm starting to register that and then people around him may know he started to catch on because he was followed around by the group of hooded figures in Superhuman. He's also been pictured in the 2020 teasers leaning in the doorway, and like I said before, the doorways seem very significant here. He also seems like a significant character to keep an eye on because he's reading the paper in one of these teasers, and the paper is upside down. Previously, the only time any action in NCT content was flipped upside down in a very noticeable way was in Wavy's videos. So maybe changing subunits and now seeing something flipped upside down means there was this big glitch moment. Also keep in mind that the newspaper has been a significant object in the scene before. In the Raiden video, Sun was reading the paper as it broke in half because a flame moved down it and burned it. So the news is either on fire or upside down. It just feels like a newspaper is a symbol to keep your eyes on. Some of these details I find significant now may pan out not to be, but that's what's the fun of a mystery, right? Finding the clues and deciding which leads take you somewhere and which lead to a dead end. This decoding is just part of the fun for me, even if I'm wrong anyway. So pay attention to the words error, try again everywhere, as well as nods to video games and filming or not filming the scene, the cassettes, the recording devices, Objects that have appeared time and time again, which seem more symbolic just for appearing again, not necessarily for what they are, like the row of boxes, the orb type thing, and fish tanks. Note the doorways that are emphasized. The time travel element, we see baby pics in the background of one corner of the room, which further adds to my thought that time travel is a part of their messing with the space-time continuum here. Something might come out September 9th to keep your eyes on, And X marks the spot, ties back to that Sky and Telescope magazine issue. They're basically on some sort of star-studded intergalactic adventure. And the fact that they keep warping space-time continuums, different levels of existence, and stuff like that, it brings me back to what I said in NCT Talk Volume 7 about retrofuturism, a concept that incorporates two main things, the past as seen from the future, and the future is seen from the past. Furthermore, the NCT interlude that's called Past to Presence features the words try again in it again, which we're seeing again here. So the gadgets, the newspaper, orbs, boxes, fish tank, recording devices, doorways, the number nine, references to the passing of time, references to changing a space-time continuum, references to outer space, and going on a mission of sorts to find what X marks the spot for, that is all worth remembering, I think. And bringing home the importance of setting for their story is the fact that the last times we've seen them have the office setting be a key part of their videos, aside from regular, although that would also be noteworthy for the regular-to-irregular Dimension Crossing, but aside from that, I'm thinking about Boss and Simon Says, the video when win fell into basically that black hole. So those are the notable objects, words, and numbers. As for their wardrobe, one of the teasers shows the members in clothes from a Raph Simmons line. The theme of that line was called Teenage Dreams, and some of the movies overtly cited as inspiration for the Teenage Dreams clothing line were Nightmare on Elm Street. Any reference to Nightmares or Dreams gets me, gets my theory brain going and it will also explain why NCT released that Horror Night YouTube video recently. Why Halloween in August? They're going for the Teenage Dreams and Nightmare on Elm Street connection. The movie Disorder was also cited. Goes with that irregular theme. Barbarella was cited, a sci-fi film based on comics. In other words, a live-action movie based on a 2D world about an astronaut trying to stop the evil scientist from destroying the world and Annihilation, a sci fi horror film about people who enter the Shimmer. The Shimmer is basically a place where aliens are causing the mutations of living things around them. The code name for the government facility in the movie? Area X. There's that X again. And it would further go with their theme here because they're debating to the end if the Shimmer the whole time was should be described as having destroyed something or should be described as having created something new. How do you define that chaos? And it could go in an extremely different direction. That weirdness about defining what really happened, that confusion around states of consciousness and your construction of reality, that's been NCT's story all along. There's Alien. Not only is this significant because... Alien ties into their intergalactic, world-building, slash world-destroying, world-constructing theme here. But also remember, Alien posters were on the wall in the Dream launch video. So all of these images and states of being, like Upside Down, that used to be relegated to the wavy world are suddenly popping up in the 127 world too. So I feel like they're on the cusp of a major password hacking, or other big code-breaking moment in the storyline that has basically torn apart the previously drawn lines between dimensions. So make sure with this release you pay attention, not just to details like what's in the background of the photos and videos, but also big picture themes that are repeating and their outfits. They just really do not let any detail go ignored, at least to theory-obsessed people like myself. Now, if you are thinking, all of this is just me making connections that are all just coincidences, I've been hesitant to speak this into existence because, I don't know, I feel silly for dreaming so big, but you know what, at this point I recently did the math and I have made a total of about 150 hours of content for my podcasts, all on my own each minute painstakingly edited and worked on. All me, I don't have a crew, it's just me doing this show, working basically dusk to dawn every day on it, trying to make this happen for myself. I've also repeatedly actually reached out to NCT's team and my interview requests have not been accepted yet, which is not a surprise because I'm working from nothing really to build up my credibility. The point is that I'm going to speak my dream into existence even though it sounds silly and far-fetched right now. I am a massive citizen and I'm hoping I'm proving that. And someday, someday, let this episode be a staple in time that I can look back and listen to after my dream has come true and think, look how far you've come, your hard work is being recognized. Whether it's this comeback or not, someday, I am going to get to interview someone from NCT. At least one member, that's one of my big goals. And you know what? Just speak it into existence and see what happens, right? So anyway, I say this because if you're wondering, do any of these things make sense? What am I saying? Is it all just a bunch of whatever? Well, I could ask them and someday I will. So stay tuned to find out what they have to say someday. And continue to support the show to help me get to that point someday. Anyway, the point is, this comeback has already provided a ton of interesting possible Easter eggs for me to consider and analyze, possibly overanalyze. But if you've listened to previous NCT Talk episodes or read my essay about them on my site, you know why this the world of N-Cities means a lot to me and is so fun to do deep dives about, so not gonna apologize for being so overboard, but anyway, done with the rambling. I'm just super excited about this comeback, and probably it shows. All right, I will have a much calmer presence on the show for episodes coming later this week, so stay tuned for those. Also note that you can pre-order the album sticker already with different types of merch packs, one with socks, one with a pop socket, a dad hat, t-shirt, etc., And the album cover shows the members staring off and walking in some different directions, which reminded me of SuperM's tour posters, so maybe there's yet another SM Cinematic Universe connection there. Anyway, also stay tuned for the album drop Friday, September 17th, and probably a ton of USA press coverage as well, because when K-pop artists release new music on a Friday, that usually indicates it's a release with a heavy USA promo, and chart focus, so get ready for that. All right, those are my notes for the day. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all again super soon.